The experiences of flying alone coming up on the foreign exchange. Kia ora koutou katoa and welcome to the Foreign Exchange. My name is Matthew and a little bit of a twist for episode, it's just going to be me recording because there is no reason why. Welcome to episode 5. Today we're going to talk about the so-called big life stuff again because it's the content you would tend to want so this episode is a gift from me. A gentle reminder to follow us on Instagram at Foreign Exchange Podcast and join our Discord community server. The link is in our Instagram bio. So today we're going to talk about the experience of flying alone. Now the concept might be a little shocking for you, I know, but I've flown international flights more times than I can count, so this was literally nothing for me. I just had to do it alone. And I was used to the whole process, well, before COVID anyways. So I've done this four times and this podcast is mostly going to be about the first because it just was the most eye-opening. And to this day, I remember the experience the best out of the four. So a little bit of some background information. If you haven't realized, I've lived in New Zealand only since 2019, but my family lived back in Hong Kong and the intention was once or twice a year I would go back and visit them. So in the first year I went back and visited twice which I intended to do that and then COVID hit so I only visited twice. Good for me. Both of those times I went back I happened to be the only person traveling in that direction so I had to do it alone. So the situation is, it's the last day of term 2 of 2019. It's a cold day. I had two weeks of holiday in front of me, and what better to do than just fly home and visit family? So I did. Now, people on the last day of term tend to just try to relax and move themselves into holiday mode go to your friends' homes, or do something fun, or just go have a good sleep, and whatever, whatever. Stuff like that. But for me, I had to rush home. My room was very messy, and it turns out that I was packing my bags, because I had to go to the airport the same night and catch a flight home. Actually, well, bad. Actually, well, by that time I was pretty homesick. I was the one who decided to deliberately stress myself out by catching the flight the same day as my last day of school. So I had to pack the bags and have a little shower before I go. So I was at the airport and I got dropped off. And I was expected to do this thing called check-in. So I did. And I did it at the machine without any problems. I was over 12, so I was considered an adult, even though I'm legally not allowed to be unsupervised in New Zealand, but oh well. 
my little carry-on bag was 0.3 kilos over the limit, but I didn't care, and I got away with it. So then I got my boarding pass and said goodbye to my family in New Zealand, but I was going to see them in two weeks anyway, so... Now, this was an international flight, and I have to go through all of the whatever thing they check your passports thing. And I would expect some pretty weird moments interacting with the customs officers or security check people, and they would ask you, where are you going, or where are your parents, or why are you flying alone, but the passport check was automated, so it didn't happen. Same thing with the security check. The security officers that check your bags didn't care about seeing this little boy flying alone. After all, it's not their job to ask where someone's going. There wasn't a cure in the security check, which was a first experience for me at Auckland Airport. And after I bought a very overpriced bread and a hot chocolate, it was time to board the plane. The hot chocolate was pretty good for a pretty cold winter night. The time was about 11pm. I was pretty tired about a day of school, or actually a whole week of school, or a whole term of school, but I had to stay up until like 2am or stay up until the next day because I was on this plane. So I boarded the plane and stepped into the plane door and I was encountered with a pretty shocking experience. You know the cabin crew who stand around the door who greet you, welcome and tell you where your seat is. They asked me questions like what my name was, why I was going alone, if I needed any assistance and stuff like that. This is a very classic Air New Zealand cabin crew move that is very nice, but that was pretty intimidating, especially the fact that I was this really shy boy and didn't really know what is going on with my life. And the fact that they asked so many questions definitely delayed the boarding process, and that means the flight departed one minute late, and that was one minute less time to spend with family. So I got to my little window seat near the back of the plane. It was a pain trying to lift my suitcase up top, especially for the fact that the suitcase was a little overweight. But thankfully... Someone helped me, and I didn't have to care about that for that day. So it's an 11-hour flight, and what would you expect me to do? What would you do on an 11-hour flight? I am that type of person who can't sleep on planes, let alone the noise and the environment. I just can't sleep on a chair. And I guess you would expect me to binge watch movies all night, or watch some different movies here and there. Now... Normally, I don't think any parent would just let you watch movies all night. They would want you to sleep, eh? But I can't sleep. Well, my parents didn't care if I watched movies all night. In fact, they would encourage me to watch movies all night. Just take advantage of all the free movies. Not that they could care anyways. They might have cared about what movie what I was watching, but I was flying alone and I couldn't communicate with them whatsoever. So, I could just watch movies. But... It wasn't this way. That night I didn't watch any movies because I didn't feel like it, so I would just listen to some music and try to sleep even though I knew I wasn't going to sleep. Now at that time the Lover album wasn't out yet, so I would listen to 
I think I listened to Billie Eilish or Ed Sheeran or a heap of others. I don't remember it well. But what I remember is I probably listened to the music for the whole 11 hours and just had a play around with the Air New Zealand flight map software. So mid-flight, the lady who was sitting next to me got a bit sick. Cabin crew helped and... I was told to swap seats a few rows ahead, an aisle seat where some of her family was sitting. So I was sitting in one of her family members' seats, and they were sitting in my seat. I didn't bring much when I moved seats. I only brought my phone, headphones, and probably a neck pillow. A little problem here was that the rest of my stuff were in my original seat which I can't just access my original seat because I would have to jump through a lot of hoops to get to my window seat. I did understand it was kind of an urgent situation and I just didn't have the time to uh, just take all my stuff to go to the new seat. I also couldn't afford to lose stuff. Like, at my original seat, I had the most valuable things that I could possibly have, which included my passport and ID card my laptop, and some other little goodies that I brought with me. Now, in the worst case scenario, the worst worst case scenario, I would either leave them on the plane, or they would just take my bags away. And if that happened, I wouldn't have my passport or ID card with me, and I would just get stuck. I couldn't enter, and I would be in a very, very bad situation. So I couldn't sleep the whole flight and I was always looking back at my original seat to see that I just had to check that my bags were there and nothing suspicious happened. So closer to the end of the flight, she was feeling better so I could move back to my window seat and I can look out the window in daylight and watch the plane land. And yes, I took all my stuff. Like... This was the closest point to getting arrested or something for have, not having a valid document. Or, this was the closest point I ever got in trouble, like real serious trouble. So there I was, I was home. I hopped off the plane and I was home for the first time in six months. I was pretty homesick by then. There weren't any problems with customs officers or anything. The passport check was automated, and I was done in 20 seconds. Efficient. I didn't have any checked bags, so I could just run out the airport, and I could go home. I, myself, was used to New Zealand culture in a point where I would follow all of the New Zealand unwritten rules, like I would expect to be greeted with kindness on every corner, but no, I wasn't. I couldn't stand the heat, the pollution, the noise. To be honest, I could talk ages about this, all the weird experiences going home when I've spent so long in another country. Now, after exactly two weeks at home, it was time for me to go back to New Zealand because I had to go to school. Overnight flight again. Flew out of Hong Kong on a Saturday night and arrived in Auckland Sunday afternoon. And then straight to school Monday morning. This was very tiring as expected. I didn't know what to expect this time. 
there weren't any moving seats or losing things stories. It was just a normal flight. I just had to do it alone. And there weren't any really weird moments with security officers or cabin crew. Like, they're, I guess they're used to seeing teenagers flying alone at this time. Now, the third time I flew alone, I was going home for Christmas, and it was a pretty exciting flight for me, actually. I was going home for a whole month, and it could have been, like, two or three weeks extra spending time with family, but the smart me successfully avoided bringing COVID with me to New Zealand and left before COVID even was that big of a concern around the world. The thing that made this trip home exciting was flying in premium economy. The only reason I flew premium economy was it actually wasn't that much more expensive. In premium economy they give you a little goodie bag, if I should call it, and the cost of that lip balm that was in there, that was the extra cost I paid. So I could get an economy class ticket and buy that lip balm, or I could get that premium ticket and get the lip balm free, plus better food and a better seat and everything better. I could talk ages about this, but premium economy is great. So this time I knew what I was going to expect. I watched those flight reviews. I was flying Air New Zealand this time again from Auckland back home. I got the chance to go through the priority security check area, but I didn't realise, so I was stuck in the classic Auckland airport queues for at least 20 minutes. That was pretty unpleasant. Now, this time before my flight, I got a very nice, very Kiwi classic steak and cheese pie. They are my favourite. This was going to be the last taste of New Zealand in like a month, which a month is like nothing to me right now. I bought a very expensive $6 bottle of water, which was a really, really big fat waste of money. I could have just filled my water bottle in the taps. And then when I got on the plane, they gave us the exact same bottle of water. So I was stuck with two bottles of water. But no regrets, I finished two bottles of water. Everything was great. The seat was pretty wide. It was actually comfortable to sit in there. I could just lean back, I could put my feet up a little and listen to a good lover album. The food actually tasted like real food, almost business class level. When I took a photo of my food and sent it to my family friends, they thought I was gonna gain weight. Pretty interesting thought. I had a pretty nice ice cream. So I was home for Christmas. Actually, a few days after I jumped off the plane, I found myself in cattle class on a flight to Europe. But that's not a story for today. I visited three countries in Europe. It was pretty cold, the middle of winter, Christmas. I didn't like the weather, but I did bring some chocolate home. After all, it was a family trip, and I did spend a lot of quality time with the family. But man, 
living in New Zealand for 10 months, then leaving for one month really made me miss all the good stuff and the bad stuff about New Zealand. There's pies, and there's pies, and pies. Or maybe I missed all the kindness from my classmates. Now, after a really long time of spending time with family, it was time for me to go back to New Zealand. Since I had a month in Hong Kong, I bought a lot of stuff. I bought a lot of stuff that's both useless and useful, like headphones, pens, stationery, clothes hangers, photo frames. It's the type of stuff that you don't know you need it, but you need it. I carried them all in my suitcases. So since I had so much stuff, the weight of all my suitcases combined was heavier than I weighed back then. Then when I came back to New Zealand, I realised that there's this place called The Warehouse that sells everything at basically the same price. Actually, I have some postcards that I brought that I've left in the drawer ever since. Don't know what to do with them. Now, this time I flew Cathay Pacific because my decision was I was loyal to them back then. Their premium economy product is... I can say it's not as good. I mean, it's still good. There are more places to put your phone and your, all your important stuff. But otherwise, I'd like Air New Zealand better. This flight wasn't that great for me. They gave out noise-cancelling headphones, but they were with two prongs, and I couldn't listen to my own music. Yes, I had my own headphones, but... They were all new, and they were all in their original packaging in my suitcase, so I just couldn't access them. Now, if I were to plug their noise-cancelling headphones into my phone, I could, but there would be only music on one side, so that just defeats the whole purpose of listening to music, eh? And on the entertainment system, I couldn't find anything I liked. There was... There was no Taylor, no Ed, no Billy, so I guess I was just stuck with Kelly Clarkson. And an awkward part about that flight was arriving in New Zealand. I had a ton of suitcases and they all couldn't fit in one airport trolley. So I kind of had to stack one above the other and it was pretty hard to push it when... You know, you have the fear of your top suitcase falling down and you have to go get it. And that trip, I brought chocolate to New Zealand, so I had to declare it. The customs officer asked questions like where I was going to live, why I'm flying alone, why I'm doing this, why I'm doing blah, blah, blah. Like, they're not supposed to. Like, they're just, it's just not their job. Or is it? Maybe they're just not used to seeing a teenager carrying like a ton of suitcases and trying to bring a lot of stuff to New Zealand like is he trying to set up a business here or something and yeah my suitcase had to be manually searched yeah it's the customs officer's jobs and there I was I entered New Zealand and little did I know I was going to be stuck there but years and counting. I 
am homesick. Well, that's it for this episode, and thanks for listening, team. It was pretty hard to refresh my mind back into the old me era when COVID didn't exist. Now, look at the time. It is 11pm and I'm still recording, and I really need to stop now because I have school tomorrow. See you next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Foreign Exchange Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at Foreign Exchange Podcast and join our community Discord server at the link in the bio on our Instagram page. We'll see you on the next episode.